Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Elsie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Damaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Brough. This is Billy Starks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dinker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Cast one is Where you are watching the internationally known. It's at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome. Hey, Vinny, to another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now from the top of Mental Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states and the globe, it's the happy himself, Mental Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? I'm good. So let's let's talk about... Um, but all the stuff that just happened like 24 hours ago, <laughs> like all the rest oh that's been going but on. We have we do we do have a guest though, Joe. If you really want to want to talk about it with the guests, so oh yeah, 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 sure. So let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to the mom. Oh wait, Greek, you do this. My mind just went blank. Uh oh, <laughs> Rachel Ravetta Riveter. Riveter, 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 Joe got Let's, it. Got it. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Rochelle Riveter. Okay. Okay. Sorry, sorry, mom. <laughs> sorry. People sometimes. Yeah. I, I as I, I I I call myself the drunk Howard Spinkel sometimes. Sometimes I got it and I'm so in it. And then sometimes I'm like, light turns on and I'm like fly could fall in my mouth, not even realizing it. Yeah. Joe, say something. Something. <laughs> so, if our fans are not familiar with you, and why would they not be? Introduce yourself. I am from Denver, Colorado, initially. The M O M, like you said, because I am a mom. Clearly, this little boy on me is not just here for a prop. Um, and mom must obey me. I am pretty much the final decision maker. You know, if mom's not happy, nobody's happy. And that's exactly who I am. And I set the tone for everything. Rochelle Riveter, that's exactly me. Everything. That's what you're going to get <laughs> with the mom. Awesome. So, so who trained you? Uh, Matt Gaden. At the Rocky Mountain Pro in Denver, Colorado, along with some other people, um, obviously, that came in, um, D'Lo Brown, um, we had Matt Bennett come in, Sid Bodies come in. So we've had quite a few um, people. Awesome. So so how did you get your start in the wrestling business, exactly? So I got my start in um, wrestling when I was 22, um, my dad used to watch wrestling a lot in 
like the attitude era right with stone cold rock all of that and it was more kind of like his soap opera that we would call it right (laughs) um one day i was watching total divas which uh, i don't know if you guys remember back in the day with the friends and whatnot and i was like oh my god if they can do it i can totally do it right um and so one of the guys um, worked with my dad, who was already going to um, Rocky Mountain Pro, and um, he pretty much gave me the number. I called Matt, scheduled um, a tryout, essentially, right then and there, and I just proceeded to continue with it as much as I could, right? Had to take a break in between because I had a child, but yeah, that's pretty much how I got my start. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So um, you said you haven't seen SummerSlam yet, but there's, um, have you ever thought of like traveling anywhere else in the world? Because we, we talk to wrestlers from all over the world. Um, yeah, I would definitely be interested in traveling um, to other countries to wrestle, right? Because I've been to England before so to me that would be really cool to go over Canada would be really cool um so it would be fun to definitely travel obviously I feel like sometimes it could be a little difficult because I'm still a mom and I have responsibilities but he will be of age to where he can potentially experience all of it yeah so so how did who came up with the name MOM Exactly. And how did it come about? So it was kind of a a lot of things, but I was talking to a couple people and prior um, Rochelle Riveter is more based off of like just woman empowerment. Right. Um, And when I became a mom, I just felt like there was something else to Rochelle Riveter. Right. Like, I I didn't care about other people anymore. I just cared about being a mom. <laughs> so um, I was speaking to one of my friends at a practice, and he was like, you should do something with, like, the M-O-M. Like, you should do something with that. And, like, I was just sitting there, and I was like, must obey me? And we just kind of looked at each other, and it clicked, and it was like, yes, that's it must obey me. And from there, it kind of like took off to the must obey me to the MILF mode, right? Mom and I like to fight. Like we just kind of get off from there because my son is a representation of me and being a mom is what really gave me like the confidence to continue to keep going. So, and I'm different, right? From other moms. Like I don't, I, I teach different practices. I'm very much a lot more outspoken. Um, I dress a little bit more promiscuous than some women would say, but that's just because I don't care because the only person who's looking up to me is this one who's snoring on me currently. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. So like, yeah. Um, Geek, you got your next question. No. So I, I just think that whole character is awesome. The, uh, the, the the way the whole representation and everything and everything like the acronyms and everything it's just so awesome that it can be a different meeting i just think i just find it awesome though thank you thank you 
yeah, like like they have something like that with Coca Cola. It's like WTF. It's what the Fanta. It's like the it's like the new promotion that they're doing. So I just find that just so awesome. By the way, you know. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate. Yeah. So, um, getting back to my question, I remember what I was going to say. Like, is there anybody you've seen on YouTube or you've been looking around on Instagram, like with the wrestlers that you haven't wrestled yet, and you're like, mm, I want to wrestle her or him. Like, they look good. Not necessarily. I feel like I don't have anyone in particular in mind because each candidate that I do go against is exciting, is very much that like, oh, sorry. It's very much that like still new kind of like feeling, right? Like, oh, wow, this is going to be, this is going to be interesting. Like this is new. So there's not really anyone specific because each person's going to bring their own kind of challenge and their own type of background. And that's what I think keeps this business so exciting. So, so what would you say the biggest challenge between being a mom and being a wrestler at the same time? What's that? What's the biggest obstacle you, you would have to uh, obscure, overcome? Uh, the time, right? You have to be able to really time management, and sometimes it's hard because this is this is a sport, right? So you have to go to practice. And you have shows and you have to sacrifice some time away, right? So I think, and that's just not me as like a mom, right? That's just a parent, a good parent, right? (laughs) When they are away from their child, it's just this feeling of like you're missing out, right? You might be missing out on something that, you know, they're experiencing for the first time or they're seeing for the first time. Every single day is a brand new day. So it's hard to kind of be like, I want to chase a dream, but I also want to be there to experience him growing, them growing up, right? Regardless. So it's, it's hard to balance that. But if you can focus on like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. And then when you do have those moments when you're with them and you make the best out of it, then it's kind of worth it in the end. Yeah, it's it's like just uh, I, I, like any any uh, position like that, like being an artist or being a wrestler. You see, like these stories of like so many. Oh, it's like like mom or dad never spent so much time with me, but it seems like you're doing awesome, by the way. So, you know, you know what I mean? Like kind of like the the whole. You ever see the movie The Wrestler or uh, Mickey no, Rourke? So, so it's, yeah, it's a good movie. A great movie. It's about like this wrestler, and he spends so much time away from his daughter, and like the years go by, and he's like, "Wow, where did all the time go?" Because he spent so much time on the road, and mm-hmm. it's like just so hard to balance that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. It is. It's really hard to balance out, and I mean that even goes just for like relationships in general, right? If you yeah. want to have a with a significant other and if they're not in the business right you're taking time away from them so it's a lifestyle that you your significant other your child 
you all have to work around it, but you all have to make the best case scenario of it. You can't look at it as like a, oh, well, they're not spending time with me. If you put it in the beginning of like, no, they're doing this to make our lives like better or whatever the case may be. And then when they're here, it's like no time has passed, right? So yeah. kind of putting that in their mind, like mommy's gone, but right. She's doing this, 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 and we could go see her if we want to. Like, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's it's exactly. So like you're like you're doing it for him, basically, right? Oh yeah. Everything you do is for it should yeah. be, right? It and I say be. because there's some parents and there are some moms who don't understand what it means to be a parent. And unfortunately it just happens. Yeah. So is like, have you ever encountered like any young wrestlers knowing that you're like a mom, like you see them, like they're struggling backstage with getting themselves their mindset. And you're like, you feel like you have to step in and be like, okay, don't cry. You're good. You know what I mean? Have you ever done that backstage with any young wrestlers? Oh yeah. I mean, I've done it to older wrestlers. I, when I say I'm a mom, I, tell myself I am a mom to everyone. I don't care how old you are. And for the younger ones, you know, you do have that little bit of a softer spot, right? Cause you're like, you're young, you're just getting into this. And there's been many of times where I've had to, I guess, input my wisdom cause I'm still learning. Right. So there's been many times where I've had to kind of had that talk of like, you know, you can't give up, you have to keep going, you know, this is making you better all those different things, but it's been from people as young as, you know, 15, 14 to as old as, you know, 35, 37, 40, right? You know, I present my motherhoodness to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who would you say, like, what did, would you say your pre-match ritual was, like, before you get through the curtain, say, I have to do this before every single match? kind of like pray but not okay yeah i do pray every single match before i mean i'm not like i'm not gonna say like i'm super religious because i'm not but i pray to some type of higher power of i always say it's gonna be a safe match it's gonna be a good match we're gonna have fun we know what we're doing we got this like i have to do it every single time i have to go away in my own little corner and i'll say it right before and it's just my own little like prayer of like we got this so good Please, whoever's up there, just make sure we're safe, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For everybody, right? Yeah. So what is well sorry. Uh so what is your like your training regiment like before a show? Like the week week before a show? Um, I mean the week before a show, I'm not gonna be like lifting as much. I'm not really like being a big lifter in general. My regimen's pretty much the same. Very much uh I like Pilates. I like hit workouts. So when it's a show on Saturday, instead of me doing, you know, my hit slash leg workout that Friday and then that Thursday doing a Pilates, I'll probably just end up doing Pilates for the remainder of the week, right? Still kind of getting a little bit of blood flow, muscle kind of activation going. But I'm taking it easy because I don't want to, 
I don't want to strain my body. Just, I just don't want to. I was a prior athlete in college too. And I just know what it means to just work so hard, like to where your body's just consistently sore every single day. And it's like, no, that's not worth it for me. <laughs> Who's your all time dream match? I could be anybody. Man or woman. <laughs> Ultimate dream match. I think it would be nice to either do Becky Lynch, she would be cool, or one of the Bella Twins. Don't care which one. (laughs) (laughs) One of them. What what would you say your your favorite Becky Lynch match is? Hmm... When she came back mm-hmm. to SummerSlam, even though it was so quick, I just, being a mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, excuse my language, but it was like, <laughs> you know, like, I just, I'm granted, you know, Bianca's mom too, like, whatever the case may be. But I just feel like sometimes, like, sometimes, like, so many women make excuses, right, on why they didn't go back to the way their body was supposed to be because of the baby or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, it's so empowering to hear another and more women are talking about it, but she's kind of taking that into herself as well as like being a mother, right? She came back, she's better, she's stronger, you know, and a lot of people sometimes don't put that out there as much as like, I am a mother. Like I literally gave life Nine months I carried a child, something came out of me, and I was able to mentally tell myself, you are going to get yourself back in the most best shape you possibly can, and you are going to hit it 10 times harder, and you're going to show other women as well, like, you need to stop making excuses, essentially. And she looked awesome, by the way, when she came back, so. Yeah. She looked exactly like when she left, you know, a hundred, maybe even better, so. Yeah. So yeah. It was the comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it truly was. Um wait, what's next? Um oh, so so what would you be your food? <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. My dog's barking. I don't know if you can so my favorite food is pizza. I love pizza. I love burgers, pizza. but pizza would say the best thing because where I live, it's hard to get. You have to like travel to get pizza, but there's good pizza places. Here. Hold on, Doctor Shush interview. <laughs> like the dog lessons to you. <laughs> yes, no, he doesn't. He's <laughs> he's a brat. <laughs> yeah, he's but. All right, you next, Geekums. All right, so yeah, my favorite food is actually pizza. I love pizza, pizza, pasta, burgers, you know, anything like that. Oh, I got a perfect one. Out of all the burger places you can get a burger at, where is your which one's your favorite out of all of them? Ooh. I do like Five Guys. Um, I think Five Guys is a really good, like small bacon burger. Red Robin used to have this like Gouda burger that was really good. Um, I don't know if they still even have it, but it was just, they had like this jelly on it 
with gouda cheese and like oh it was so good um it was back when like i don't know i want to say like maybe four years ago four or five years ago no no but five guys would probably be my number one option now i love five guys because you could put get whatever you want on the burger and the french fries are like a, a mound of fries yeah yeah so you're from the west coast how is in and out exactly it's not really too much to brag. No. Oh, God. That's one of the places everybody tells me whenever we talk about – I talk to someone from the West Coast. You have to try In-N-Out Burger. And I'm, I guess it ain't all right. right all It ain't all – so whatever the – what's it? What is that? It's a go geek. It ain't all to write home about. I guess it's like that. I mean, yeah. I guess we'll have to go. So. Yeah. I'd go just a sample. You know, I'm 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 a fat kid in disguise. I'll be like, I'm just gonna go eat it. I don't care what people say. Just eat it. <laughs> eat it. He yeah. Had four, he had four cups of coffee when he came to my house. So I'm like, dude, how do you drink so much coffee, man? You want to know how <laughs> I got drinking? Mom and geek. You know how I drank that much coffee that day? It was free, and all I needed to do is this. And his girlfriend was like, "Cup or drinking?" That's how I did it. Because it was, hey, am I right? If it's free, it's for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, even if it is free, I could never drink that much coffee. I'm so jealous of you, Joe. It was, I think coffee. it was that day. It was just dealing with a lot. A lot. My dog yeah. got put to sleep. I was sad and I was stressed and I was hanging out with my buddy. And but it still, was- you drank, you still drank a lot of coffee. And I still, wa- still wonder how you could do it. I, I'm I hyperactive. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't do, I can't even do that, dude. So I, I think he noticed by the second or third cup when we did our third or fourth podcast that day, and I was starting to like get the wah, the conholio energy. I started punching Geek in the arm during the intro. <laughs> that coffee, you started feeling the coffee right there. I started feeling that buzz. You started hulking up right there. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry, loud. <laughs> yeah. I'm little, too, so it's like getting punched by a child. <laughs> At those little fists of fire. Speaking of coffee, what's your favorite coffee? Uh, I'm simple. I'm, just, you know, I'm not really particular. I just like give me some dark coffee with some like oat, oat cream. I'm good. I don't need much. I I, I mean, like my coffee. I'm a flavor kind of guy. Flavor. Yeah, he he drinks that flavored milk. I I if. I'll put it in my coffee only when I'm like at somewhere special. Like if I'm at a hotel with my sister and we're going to going to Universal, I'll put like the pumpkin spice, whatever they have in the fridge there. But generally, I'm a plain plain old Joey. I'll put like no co- no milk, no cream, just black, solid black coffee. Simpler the better. Yeah, because like I taught my mom taught me this. Because my coffee was the color of like khaki pants for a while. Like I just kept would be drinking pour my half and half in the coffee, and it was just like so creamy. It looked my my mom, my dad's like, is that coffee anymore? Like, ugh. Yeah. My mom's like, just drink it black. I'm like, ugh. And then she's like, try it. You'll love it. Haven't stopped since. (laughs) It's a unique taste. Yeah, it tastes the flavor. All right. Next geek. Go ahead, Joe. Um, uh, any other questions, Geekums? Do you, do you have any social medias or? Uh... 
yeah, I do. Um, obviously, I have an Instagram. Um, you can find me also on Twitter, um, Shout Riveter, and then TikTok, Shelly Be Lit. Um, we got TikTok also. Yes, it's a different type of world in there. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I have TikTok as well. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with social media. Like TikTok, I'm a lot better at because it's funny, but. Yeah, it's just something about, like, just, I don't know. When you get on social media a lot, I just, I, I don't know if you um, watch, it's this documentary on Netflix that talks about um, just, like, social media and technology in general. And so, it's, end of story, I just essentially try to, like, if I can, not try to be on it as much just so I can spend time with this one. You know, we work on our computers all the time, and it's just, like, you know yeah yeah you have any upcoming shows um i do i will be um at dive utah september 17th i will be at uh, championship wrestling in phoenix on september 10th and you'll probably see me here at some future stories of wrestling shows as well um, i was just at the prior wrestling show so yeah, you'll probably see me pop in there here soon too. Cool. Yeah. So. Oh, geek, anything else? We, yeah, we want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We appreciate you taking out the time out of your day. You, you've been awesome. You know, yeah. this, this, this conversation has been awesome. So it's been so much fun, and it's who knew it would be Mom and Me Day on Dudes at Ringside podcast. <laughs> I know that's a good thing. It's a fun thing. It I'm is. Going- yeah, it's yeah. it's a fun thing and it's a pleasure to have you on and good luck in all your upcoming matches and good luck in your career. We wish you nothing but right. the best. Yeah, I'm Joe Pant. No problem. I'm Joe Pant the third. On the Metal Geek, Rochelle Riveter, the M O M, and we will catch you in the next one.